Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today, we are hanging out with Jasmine Hinton, a client I've been working with for a couple of years, who's going to be sharing her story with us on how she got into homeopathy. Very well, warm welcome to you, Jasmine. Hi, it's, I'm really excited. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> can I just first start off by asking you how you got into homeopathy and how you heard about it and um, what's your journey been so far? Sure. Um, so I first heard about homeopathy through, I think a lot of people know her, Shona McFox, um, the flame keeper. She runs some women's circles. So a long, long time ago, <laughs> we used to work together on um, a farm and I had a cold one day and I asked her if she had a cold and flu tablet. I was like, I just feel awful. I've got a headache. I just really need a cold and flu tablet. And she's like, mm, you don't. I've got something way better. <laughs> and I was very sceptical. Um, and she got her Owen's book out and she had a think, had a flick through, gave me some homeopathics. And she goes, take them home and take the dose and see how you feel. And that was it. I was convinced. I The next day I was completely fine. I didn't have a fever. I didn't have a sniffly nose. I wasn't coughing. I was 100%. Whereas normally I would take cold and flu for three, four days, still feel a bit awful, a bit rubbish. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's how, I, that's how I found out about it. It was Shona. So. Wonderful. Oh, well, thank okay. you, Shona. <laughs> and there's a plug, plug there for our business as well, which is great. <laughs> that's wonderful. And then, um, then how did it happen that you found me and, and what's been your journey uh, through there? And, and um, so that your, your introduction with Shona, that was the first time you'd ever used homeopathics yeah. or had you ever used it as a child? I had never heard of homeopathics. So my mum used to, which I never knew this, I only found this out a couple of weeks ago, she used to use homeopathics on us as kids along with her essential oils and, you know, the cut the half the onion and put the garlic here and all those things she's used forever, but she never talked to us about it. So I wasn't aware of it um, until Shona told me about it. and. Shona also knew that we were going through a lot of fertility struggles. I had actually just lost a baby um, through the IVF process. Um, and she said, look, I really think that you should see Eugenie and just have a chat and see how you go. Um, but she said she can help you. She's helped people. And I thought, and honestly, I was like, yeah, right. This lady's going to be like, weird and like try and give me weird things and it's not going to work it's it's just not it's not going to do anything it's not going to work um but I came to you anyway <laughs> very very skeptical um because by that just a little bit of background for people um it was about four years um trying to conceive when we came to you we had tried acupuncture we'd tried um the IVF I actually travelled to Indonesia to see an acupuncturist who specialises in fertility and who has this amazing track record that didn't work. Um, just everything. I went to a nutritionist, a dietitian. I like everything that you could imagine. Both Trent and I mm -hmm. completely changed our lifestyle, our diet, everything, and we just still weren't um, mm -hmm. successful. Um, we then went down the IVF route and it destroyed my soul, but my body, it's poison. 
you take, mm-hmm. you know, and I understand some people need that, and it, and I was in that position. I was that person, um, and it's awful knowing that you're injecting yourself with this. It just makes you feel awful, and your body mm-hmm. goes through so much. It was traumatizing, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But that was the point that I came to you. So it was March that we had um, lost our was- IVF baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and 2019, hey? Yes, March 2019. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. came to you um, and we had a really good chat. I felt comfortable with you straight away and I was really hopeful, very sceptical, very sceptical. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is <laughs> like, this lady, like, she's amazing, she's so beautiful, like, oh, she's gorgeous, but she's just not going to, nothing's going to happen. Well... Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, three months later, I had a little baby in my belly. <laughs> so. I have got goosebumps all over as you're saying that. It's just, uh, and, you know, I just remember you and Trent coming in there and sitting there and, you know, the love that you guys have for each other. Mm-hmm. I, It's so special. That it was electric, the energy between the two of you. Sorry, I'm going to make me, no, you're going to make me teary as well. Um, and I just, um you know, it was amazing taking your case and, you know, just so heartbreaking at the same time. Seeing this couple in front of me with just this incredible love and, you know, you are so amazing with children anyway and you work professionally with children and it just seems so cruel and crazy that you guys have gone through this struggle. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, what I remember about your case is that it was a little bit different. I said, what, tears away too. It was a little bit different to some of my other cases because, um Often I use a protocol from a very world-famous Australian homeopath called Liz Laylor. She has this fertility protocol that she has an 87% success rate with. And um, I often use this protocol uh, right from the start with my clients, but you were a little bit different. Yes, I had to get all of that purple, mucky, everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and um, so there were some things that had happened in the past, and we actually, instead of addressing the fertility, I remember saying to you, look, well, there's some things that we're going to have to sort out for you first. And there was a remedy that we gave to you specifically for you to address something that had happened. And I think once we had that right remedy there, your body, if, there was no issues. Because I remember you saying from tests and stuff like that, they were saying there was nothing wrong with you and Trent. There was no reason why this shouldn't be happening. But energetically, there was something there. And once we found that remedy to help get in under that, that was really where the magic happened and we didn't even have to use the fertility protocol with you. So you were, it was very, a very special case for me, actually. Um, Yeah. Incredible. I actually remember what it was. I had been told when I was 20 something that I was never going to have kids. That's what it was. And then clearing that. And then there was a few other, there was a whole heap of things, obviously the trauma from the IVF Mm -hmm. and all those Mm -hmm. things in my body. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't even know that I was pregnant because I didn't believe you. <laughs> I I didn't know I was pregnant. And the only reason I found out is because, and this is going to upset people, but I had to have a vaccine for work. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to get it anyway because we were trying to fall pregnant. Um, but the day before, my friend at work sent me a text message. And she goes, look, I don't know why. I just have a feeling you need to take a pregnancy test before tomorrow because I just don't want something to be there or something happening. And, and I was like, I've been doing this for four years. 
I know I'm not pregnant. Like, I'm not pregnant. I'm not. It's fine. And I took the test and I texted her back and I said, yeah, I'm not going to be coming with you tomorrow. And she was like, does that mean what I think it means? And I was like, I haven't told Trent yet, but, yeah, I can't. I can't come with you tomorrow because it's wow. dangerous for pregnant women to get. So I didn't even know this part of the story. This is new to me. So that's oh, so cool. That's how I found out. That's how I found wow. out. He was mm-hmm. weeks. I was six weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. Remember them going, Amazing. they're like, do you know how pregnant you are? And I was like, no, I stopped tracking everything and my cycles. Mm-hmm. Are, like, I just don't. No idea. Mm-hmm. No idea. And they're like, oh, you're actually six weeks along. Like, there's. An actual baby. And I remember Trent and I went together and Trent was like, is that real? <laughs> to the lady. It's and he, so no, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's real. It's there. And Amazing. Oh, it was. Oh. And how old is your baby now? He's uh, He had his first birthday a little while ago now. So mm-hmm. 16 months. William. 16 months. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Oh. Um, it just, yeah, it seems like so long ago, but still just the other day, hey. Now, with your, so you then did the, you did the homeopathy course, like the introduction course that I teach before oh, you came to see me, hey, or did you do that afterwards? No, so I did it before you came to see me, but I've also, mm-hmm. I also go back to it all the time. A lot of information to take in. And Mm -hmm. I think especially when you're a parent of a young child, you you get different things each time. So I think I've watched it about four times now, but each time something (laughs) else will click and I'll go, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, like that, Mm -hmm. that thing. Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. I need like this, like that makes sense now or Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really helpful. So how have you, because that's part of my mission is actually empowering mums to use homeopathy for themselves, you know, so that if there's a fever that comes up or a cough or whatever, you've got that power in your hands to help your child yourself. So can you tell us some of the things that you've used homeopathy for in your household? Everything. (laughs) Honestly, everything. And William asks Mm -hmm. now and he knows which one, you know, doesn't know but he um, knows the spot where his bedtime ones are, for instance, Mm -hmm. because he's on a prescription um, Mm -hmm. at the moment. So um, he knows where those ones are and, okay, like, I need to take that, Mum. And, like, in the morning, they're like, excuse me, I can see it on the bench. Um, And they love their little pillials, don't they? (laughs) Nice and sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) love them. Um, But, yeah, for everything. So I've used it for... um, sleep he had a few issues with sleep um when I actually I remember so with COVID and everything Trent ended up being home for the first five months of his life um off of work Mm -hmm. and I remember I called you desperate one day because he William was not coping he did not cope with that um immediate separation because Trent Mm -hmm. worked FIFO so he was Mm -hmm. just he, he, this person who had just been the three of us for this four months because nobody else was coming in and out of our house, mm-hmm. um, he just left. And William didn't cope at all. Mm-hmm. So um, he went on a prescription at that age um, and that really helped. And I still use that now each time Trent goes away. And I've noticed mm-hmm. that instead of a week of William mourning because it is, it's morning, he's morning, he's yeah. dad. Yeah. Because he wakes up in the morning, he's like, no, daddy, no, daddy. Like, where, where is he? 
instead of a week, I've noticed that we've got it down now to about a day, two days, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. using the homeopathics. Mm -hmm. Um, But I use it, honestly, like when he has a bit of a cough, I'll give it to him. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got um, a severe allergy to egg, so Mm -hmm. I use it um, if he has an exposure. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've used it for all sorts, bumps on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, scratches, like oh, everything. I'm going to get some teething as well. That's homeopathy often gets its laurels with teething babies, and it's nothing like a you know screaming baby teething, and you don't necessarily always want to give them lots of panadol for that, although that absolutely has its place. But uh, sometimes you know chamomilla or you know a belladonna can really quickly relieve that pain, and it's so nice when you can for give sure. that to them as a first instance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I I remember talking to you about that in the past as well. Um, we, I don't know where we fell away, but there was a period of, William had to be hospitalised um, for a period because, mm-hmm. um, I, hate, I hate this term, but failure to thrive. Mm-hmm. We've lost a little bit. To, he mm-hmm. was fine. Um, so we fell away a little bit from homeopathy while we were in the hospital because it wasn't mm-hmm. supported. And that's a whole other issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll go there. Um, it was supported for me to use and encouraged for mm-hmm. me to use, but they weren't quite mm-hmm. sure about the baby. Um, mm-hmm. We fell away a bit. We got into the habit of giving Panadol and Europe, and it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Like it would relieve him a little bit and then he'd need another, you know, it just wasn't working. So he mm-hmm. did come back to it when he was teething. I said, Trent, I can't. I can't keep giving him all this Panadol, all this Nurofen, and there was like some other thing that they would mm-hmm. give and I just couldn't. So we um, stopped it all for 24 hours and did just homeopathics. He was fine. He was wow. happy, wasn't grizzly. He responds really well to it. So mm-hmm. um, even now that he's a little bit older, he's not teething so much. <laughs> um, yeah. We still do homeopathics first always. And mm-hmm. then if we do need to or will we um, use both? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if we do need to use both, then mm-hmm. or we need to use both, then we will. But homeopathic first, always. I'm so glad that you've mentioned that because that's one of my other mantras that I really try to get out there is for parents to understand it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be pharmaceuticals or natural medicine. You can use the best of both worlds. You can use them together. Homeopathy doesn't have any contraindications. So you can use it alongside the Panadol. Say, for example, you have to give the Panadol. You can give, say, a a homeopathic liver support to just support their livers while they're using the pharmaceutical medication. Um, If you have to give antibiotics, there are remedies that can help to restore the gut flora afterwards. Um, Some children have uh, reactions to certain medications. We've got homeopathic remedies that can help with that. So um, I love that you have brought that topic up because I so want mothers to understand it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can actually use the two alongside. And a lot of mums find as they become more confident with using homeopathics that where previously um, they would resort to antibiotics straight away, for example, for recurring ear aches, as they become more comfortable with homeopathics, mm-hmm. they are often very able to stop the earache in its tracks um, and it's not suppressing it. What we're actually doing with homeopathics is we're stimulating the body's innate healing ability to heal itself. So you're not suppressing the symptoms of the earache. You're actually just strengthening the body for it to heal itself. And every time they're able to avoid those 
um, unnecessary antibiotics, their child's body and immune system becomes a lot stronger. And also with um, things like antibiotic resistance, which is quite uh, happens quite often these days, yeah. we're able to kind of bypass a lot of that. And even a lot of doctors these days don't actually recommend routinely using antibiotics for um, ear infections. So um, I often hear about mums saying their child had a viral infection and the doctor prescribed antibiotics, which obviously is not going to help a lot. So uh, <laughs> if we are able to, you know, get in there with the homeopathics, empower that mum, you know, you might not necessarily want to go to the emergency room at uh, 2 a.m. for something yeah. that's probably a little bit mild. Um, so, you know, if you can just treat the for A classic example, I think, would be a viral rash. Quite often, uh, it's something in our little Facebook group where, um, you know, we support mums with homeopathy. Often I'll see pictures there, what's this rash? You know, mums will get really upset about it, but often it's just a viral rash as the body's pushing out toxins through the skin. And, you know, where a mum might immediately rush to the emergency room because it might be confused with uh, other more serious illnesses. Yeah. If you have, say, for example, belladonna at home and you give a couple of doses and the rash goes, then, you know, it has just got that um, peace of mind straight away instead of rushing to the doctor straight away, especially these days with, um, with COVID and a lot of restrictions in place. You know, the hospitals and the uh, medical centers might not necessarily be the safest place they might be overloaded um, so it's nice when you've got that first defense that you can use at home and at any stage if you're in doubt head straight to the doctor's head straight to the emergency room but you've got something as like a first line defense and now I'm babbling <laughs> so <laughs> tell, tell me very true it's very true because mm -hmm. we We've done that where we fell away a little bit and we were rushing. I felt like we were rushing into the hospital mm -hmm. and sit there for hours and then they say, oh, it's a, it's a virus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do I do? What do I do? Whereas with homeopathy, there's always something you can do. There's always something you can take. There's always something you can do to, mm -hmm. and it does work very, very quickly. It does work very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You don't have you to, have right you know, you can use it. And if you're still, like, in the early stages, I would give it a few hours. So I'd mm -hmm. do the four doses. And if I didn't see an improvement, then I would go um, to Panadol. Yeah, go see. Absolutely. Where I need it. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, it's interesting talking about confidence. As I get more confidence, I go, oh, no, you know, um, I know with William, with him taking homeopathics, if he's got a cold, for instance, I know that he needs a day and, mm -hmm. then, he, and then he has a significant improvement, but I know that it'll slowly, slowly improve across the day. Mm -hmm. um, but to see a dramatic improvement will take him usually 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Before I'd be like, I've given him one dose and it's been half an hour and nothing's happened. Well, it's not, it's not how it is. <laughs> it's not how it's supposed to work. I love that you've brought that up. So let's go into that conversation next. So when you're completely new to homeopathy, it really is like learning a new skill, like learning to ride a bike, like learning to paint, like learning to do anything in life. It's a new skill that you're acquiring that you're going to be using for the rest of your life. But what were some of the things that you found really confusing or really tricky when you first started out on your homeopathic journey? I, I found it overwhelming when people would help. It's hard because sometimes you need the help, but mm -hmm. also I would post, I was that mum. He'd be like, oh, my goodness, he's got this awful, horrific rash. Or, um, oh, I think there was, he was about two weeks old, and I was like, my baby's got um, the most horrific case of conjunctivitis. I have no idea what to do. 
And I found it overwhelming when people, I don't know, I think you know your child and you know mm-hmm. innately what they need, but I found it overwhelming when people would say, oh, look here, look here, look here, look here, and you're just like, oh, my goodness, like where, where do I look? How do I get the information? But mm-hmm. you've made it so easy because um, as soon as I got my Owens book from you, mm-hmm. I knew where to look. Mm-hmm. And it was more a case I use the Facebook group now to be like, hey, my my son's bumped his head. I'm using this, this and this. Mm-hmm. These are his symptoms. This is, you know, what's been going on for the last 24 hours. Is there anything that I might have missed? Mm-hmm. Someone will say, oh, try this remedy. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Because I can go into my book and have a look. Mm-hmm. But I think in the beginning, don't get bogged down too much in trying to research all these different places and all these different things. Just get your Owens book mm-hmm. and obviously your um, class, like the, oh, my course. Yeah. the course that you've done. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely do the course and redo mm-hmm. the course. <laughs> it's, it's a new skill you have to learn, you know. It's, it's it is. A, it's not taught, it's not spoken about in your mm-hmm. home as a child. You're not going to learn it. Exactly. It's, it's, not, it's not something that comes natural to a lot of us because obviously the idea of homeopathy and what's, what it's based on is completely different to uh, allopathic medicine or mainstream medicine. So, you know, we look at the whole person. We look at the mental, emotional, the physical, the spiritual, their environment, their diet, what's, what, you know, stresses them out, what makes it better, what makes the symptom worse. So it's a very holistic um, approach. So it is a completely different way of looking at things rather than, hey, I've got um, – uh, hay fever, I need to take an antihistamine, like just knock the symptoms in the track. In homeopathy, obviously, we look at when did the hay fever start, what happened around that time, what makes it better, what makes it worse, all those sorts of things. So it is a very, very different way of looking at things. And you almost have to rewire your brain. Your whole um, paradigm needs a bit of a shift, and that can be really hard. I just want to clarify something because you've said the Owens booklet. So for those uh, of our listeners who might not know what it is, I just, no, no, I just want to clarify. So we have a wonderful homeopath here in Perth called Jana. Owen and she has a super helpful little booklet it's a very um I don't have one here because I'm in the naturopaths clinic today recording this but um just a very handy little handbag sized booklet that you can carry around with you and she also has incredible free information on her website so um there are some other books that I really love as well Donna Ullman has a good one Uh, Miranda Castro has a great one but basically one of the best ways to get into homeopathy is to get yourself a booklet that you can use as a reference guide. So obviously we have our um, Facebook group, which very soon is going to move off Facebook onto our own membership, and we have free advice in there. But like you said, sometimes it can almost be overwhelming because if you say, my child has this and this, everyone who's giving you advice is giving it from their perspective you know so um, sometimes it's nice having that reference book and you can just look under the cough section identify the type of cough your child has, what makes the cough better, what makes it worse. Um, So, yeah, I love that you said that. Definitely have a booklet handy because that's what you're saying made you feel more empowered Yeah. once you had the book. As soon as I had the book, I felt like I was on it. Like Mm -hmm. I was on top of this, I had this, like I can do this now. Whereas before I was kind kind of like I was using homeopathy, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And like you said, it's a very holistic approach. And I think when you've been raised with pharmaceutical medicine as the first point of call, um, it's very easy to ignore things. 
Mm-hmm. So, for instance, with William and um, his prescription when Trent was going away, and that I didn't pick up that that's what it was at all. You did. I didn't pick that up at all. I was like, oh, he's fussy. He's, suddenly he's become fussy. He's not eating. Uh, he's not sleeping. He's not settling. He's really clingy. He must be teething or, you know, his digestive system. Something's wrong with his digestive system. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you get into the habit of thinking about the whole person. I think Owen is really good for that too because even if you look under coughs, it'll say, is the child clingy? Mm-hmm. Is the child wanting to be held and then put down and then picked up and put down? Or is the mm-hmm. child... Um, Do they ask for something and then throw it away? Yeah, ask for things and throw mm-hmm. it away. You think like, well, yeah, they're... They're, they're a kid, but then when you actually watch and observe your child, you're like, wow, this is – like, and the book is right there and it's so simple because you just look mm-hmm. at coughs and all of the remedies for coughs, teething, Brilliant. all of the remedies for teething, and you can mm-hmm. sit there. And I've done it many a time in my living room, just watched William for half an hour, an hour, and gone, yeah, okay, actually I'm really confident now because I've been looking at my book and I can see that this is – yeah, he's doing all of these behaviors, all mm-hmm. of these symptoms, and it's so cool. It's the best feeling ever when you then give your child that dose of whatever they need, and they're fine, or they get better really quickly, or recover really mm-hmm. quickly. You just think like, oh wow, like I did that. It's so, and you know what? Mm-hmm. I have obviously got two kitties now. My oldest is about to turn 10 in two weeks' time. It's very scary for me going double digits. <laughs> but I remember so well when he was a baby and he was my first. And it's scary when you have your first child and it's like, you know, they hand you this baby and it's like, uh-oh, what do I do now? Like they don't come with a manual and then they get sick and it can be so, there's so much conflicting information out there on what to do with your baby. It can be really, really scary times. And if you get to have a win like that with homeopathy where, okay, my baby has, you know, trends left, baby is sad. Give, I'm guessing it was Ignatia that we gave him, which yeah. is a great remedy for, really good remedy for grief it, and loss. It worked almost instantly. This, yeah. This colicky baby mm-hmm. that I had all of a sudden after four months, I was like, oh, he's got colic. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> fine. He's absolutely fine. And I think Trent ended up taking the Ignatia as well because, you know, for in, in Perth we have a lot of what we call FIFO families, fly and fly out. A lot of them work in the mines, so they're away from their families for several weeks. It's actually really hard on the dads as well. So, and I know I, Trent I was finding it hard. And then we mm-hmm. all take it before he goes to. I actually found that, mm-hmm. and I know sometimes um, if you're taking something without needing it, it can lead to that. But mm-hmm. um, you do start the grieving process. You know, before he flies out, there is a definite um, energetic shift in our household. Mm-hmm. And I, even in myself, I go to ceremony when I need, when he before he leaves. And but that that all gets picked up on, you know, like mm-hmm. why is mum staging us every five seconds, and like mm-hmm. why are we lighting candles mm-hmm. every five minutes now instead of you know <laughs> once a week and. You know, those. Exactly. but I've found that that helps as well, doing it before. Mm-hmm. And then when Trent goes, 
we're all just more settled. Mm-hmm. And I think something that's so important to mention as well is obviously homeopathy doesn't suppress any symptoms. So when you're looking at grief, whether it's um, you know a change of circumstance or an end of a relationship or somebody leaving or anything like that, you need to feel those feelings. You need to feel that sadness. You need to feel that grief. It's all part of the process. We don't want to suppress any of those feelings. But what I feel like what homeopathy does, especially that remedy, Ignatia, not to be confused with Echinacea for our listeners, Ignatia is I-G-N-A-T-I-A, and it's made from the St. Ignatius bean. And when you give that remedy, when I take it for, for grief and things, I find it just kind of lifts me like it makes me feel okay everything's going to be all right it doesn't suppress any of those emotions like when my dad passed away last year I used a lot of Ignatia and Mm. I found it never made me not feel sad it just made me feel that it was going to be okay yeah do you find something similar yeah yeah for sure like um Mm. I, I I describe it as a settled feeling so whereas before I would be quite agitated um, mm-hmm. and William would be quite agitated and, and he would get frustrated easy and he'd want to be held and cuddled but not touched. So he just lived in his carrier all the time because he wanted that closeness and that connection but he didn't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Whereas with taking it, he'll seek out that comfort in a more positive way, like he'll sit and have a cuddle and or want to play next to me or things like that, just more settled mm-hmm. and not so mm-hmm. agitated and clingy and crying for him. And mm-hmm. then same with Trent and I, I, I don't feel, um, yeah, like you said, I don't know, I just feel settled. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, like this is all. I love that word that you've used. I completely agree. It's hard. It's a hard one to describe. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, but when you when you it's something that you have to kind of experience, and that's what I yeah. always feel with a lot of people who are very skeptical about homeopathy. I'm like, well, just try it because it's it's something that you kind of have to experience. Um, I just want to ask with you about with Trent as well because mm-hmm. sometimes the dads can be a little bit hard to get on board. So how how was he with <laughs> with homeopathy, and have you managed to get him around? Because you know we're the ones that were with our children most of the time. We see a crying, teething upset child give them a remedy suddenly they're better but often the dads are not around to see that so sometimes it takes a bit more convincing but um how what's Trent's thoughts on homeopathy and have you managed to get him on board he when I think for Trent he had a lot of trauma around um us not being able to conceive and Mm -hmm. If there's a lot of pressure for him, like there's a lot of that talk from his family is very old fashioned, like you're the mm-hmm. last of the name and you need to there's so much pressure for him mm-hmm. that he carried that across into fatherhood. Mm-hmm. So when William was tiny, if ever, anything at all slight like if he had a slight sneezed once, mm-hmm. but he needs to have um this because you know, he's gonna get sick and he needs to have yeah. panel. Mm-hmm. Whereas now that William's a little bit older and I've just consistently been using the homeopathy, mm-hmm. now they're like, "Oh, Jazz, he's a bit fussy today, and like he's doing this and this. Do you reckon? Do you want to crack out your homeopathics?" Yeah. Brilliant, <laughs> and you know, 
I remember that milestone of my ch- my son reached one year old. I was like, yes, I've kept him alive for a year. <laughs> and then you just build up more confidence after that because, you know, when they're so tiny and it's your first, it's, it's so, it can be so scary, hey. And I think that's where my passion comes from. It's just helping mothers have something in their hand, giving them those skills to help their little ones when they're struggling because none of us want to see our children sick. We don't want to see them struggling. But if we've got something safe and effective on hand that can help them, it empowers us as mothers. It helps our children. And I think it creates for, like, um, more stronger families, families that are actually feeling empowered and knowing they've got this. Because women have been the healers for millennia. And I feel like we've lost a lot of that confidence these days. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. We're we're told not to be confident. Mm -hmm. We're told that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think touching on what you said as well, I think it's brought us closer and more connected as a family because we're so in tune with each other now, just so in tune with each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's amazing. And also uh, one thing I, I have to say over this that I love about homeopathy is when we go away, when you go away with children and we go remote a lot of the time, instead of packing Nurofen, Panadol, 10 syringes, you know, allergy medication, like all these things. I just take my one little, it's about this big, <laughs> that. Yeah. My Owens book in, and that's what I take. And mm-hmm. it has everything that we're going to need in an emergency in it from bumps on the head, colds, um, and then I mosquito bites. <laughs> Yeah. Literally anything that happens, mm-hmm. you've got this little case that's about this big and you book and you don't need an internet connection to look up, you know, oh, my kid's got this fever or this whatever, mm-hmm. like, should I give them? Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That's all you what need. What you have said is gold. I am so glad that you've said that because there's nothing like, you know, going camping. You don't know where the nearest doctor is, the nearest hospital, where you can, where the nearest pharmacy is. And sometimes even I I feel like if you are prepared, that actually solves like 90% of your problems. If you, if you know, okay, if anything happens, I've got stuff here that can help. Then you are more relaxed. Your, your whole energy changes. You know, whatever happens, I, I am empowered and chances are more likely it's probably not, you're probably not even going to need it, but knowing that you've got something there, just having that empowered feeling is brilliant. Definitely. It's it's priceless. Mm-hmm. It really is priceless. I'm definitely mm-hmm. um, of the converted <laughs> to homeopathy. I was so, <laughs> so skeptical. And then I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all of it. it. It's just, it's, you know, and people go, oh, yeah, yeah, like maybe it was a coincidence or maybe it just happened to be this. But it's happened too many times now to be a coincidence. I hear you. I am so glad that you've said that. Um, before we start wrapping it up, because I could uh, very easily chat with you all day, <laughs> um, what, is there any last messages that you want to um, share with us or any other stories you want to share with us? And I also, while you're thinking about it, giving you a couple of seconds there, want you to finish up with your three top remedies that you can't live out without and why. Um, on the spot. Oh, my gosh. Three top remedies. Belladonna, because it just fixes mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ignata for the same. Mm-hmm. For the same. It's very useful for our family. We just go through so much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, for me and Trent, we've just started using the last two months the shipwork remedy. 
Um, oh, wonderful. And I can't imagine not having that now. So mm-hmm. I am not a shift worker, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but William went through a stage where he was only sleeping four hours broken a night and he went through that stage for about 12 months <laughs> and I I didn't think to help myself, didn't think, of course, I helped Trent, bought it for Trent, got it for Trent, and he was raving about how amazing this thing was, how amazing the shipwreck remedy was, and then I started mm-hmm. taking it, and honestly, it oh, we feel so much better taking it, and we don't need it all the time, just need it every mm-hmm. now and then when you feel like you need a boost or absolutely that um, you're really struggling, but yeah, those, those mm-hmm. are my three that we use almost every day. I'm so glad to hear that. Anything else that you want to finish off on or anything else that you want to say? I think just don't be scared to try because you can't break them. Unlike pharmaceutical medicine, you can't give them the wrong thing and it have a huge adverse effect. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I was giving William Nurofen, his stomach was horrific and he would feel awful and gross. You're not going to get that with homeopathic, so just don't be afraid. Just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to stick to your guns and um, you know what's best for your child. You know that you love them and that you're doing the absolute best that you can to help them and that's Mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to get a sore head from nodding because I have been nodding to everything that you've been saying. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, Yeah. trust your – that's my heart's – wish for mothers is to mm-hmm. trust their instincts and to listen to their voice yes and I love that you said that yeah. yeah well it has been so lovely to chat with you today thank you so much you're my very first of my interviews of our mother's stories section and um, I so appreciate spending the time with you uh, give William a big hug from me oh, and um, thank you so much for your for your time no worries at all thank you see you later <laughs>